Bye-bye, Mr. American Guy. I know Kung Fu. You mad, bro? Jump back and slap your mama. It's the shakedown. everybody and welcome to episode eight of the shakedown i am austin stevens with me as always dan schweizer and dylan webster this week's episode is brought to you by stealing things from work because sometimes you just can't afford to buy boneless chicken wings yeah by the way that's not based on a true story at all (laughs) (laughs) okay so dan you uh have a story to tell us right I do. I have story time. It's two small stories that one feeds into the other. Ooh. I don't like it. Would you say it's a story within a story? No, not exactly. Damn. (laughs) It's not storeception. Damn. Um, So, uh, as you guys know, I started at Cat last week. Caterpillar. Um, Oh, I thought you meant like a literal cat. (laughs) I started at Cat. She's very nice. (laughs) She has claws, though. It's painful. (laughs) So uh, I do stuff in the factory. So naturally, we got a factory tour um, during orientation week. And we were walking around Thursday. And I noticed one of my coworkers that's also a new employee had his earplugs in wrong you ask how can someone put in earplugs incorrectly they're soft little foamies you roll them between your fingers you stick them in your ear this guy because they're the kind that like one end is like a small t rather than a big thumb-sized plug okay he had that end put up against the entrance to his ear and the bullet end tucked back into his ear so they were just kind of wedged on his ear i was like that's not going to protect you from anything which leads me into my next story uh i was in best buy yesterday in the parking lot as i got ready to leave i'm backing out i'm so far backed out that i've already started turning the wheel when i realize the person behind me has just started to back out and so i was like he's gonna see me Four more feet later, I'm like, he's not seeing me. I honk my horn. My horn. Four more feet later, he backs into me. So, I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? What is wrong with you? Are you not paying any attention? First of all, I was backing out for at least three seconds before he would have started. Second of all, I hammered my horn. I wasn't like, beep, beep. I was like, bat. Nope, still backed into me. Luckily, you know, we're just backing out. It's not high speed. So, like, I pull forward. I look. His car is not scratched. My car is not scratched. I brushed him off. I was like, it's fine. It's okay. He was like, are you sure? I'm like, it, yeah, get back in your car. I got in my car and left. My little brother, who's 17, was with me. And he goes, well, Dan, you know what they say. You can't fix stupid. But you can kill it. It's true. What does that have to do with earplugs? Uh, because that guy was stupid. Dan, (laughs) if he's cutting corners with ear safety, I'm sure the machines are going to take care of that stupid for us. Okay, so the through line was that, was stupid people. Stupid, yeah. Okay, and it's told by a stupid person, so it makes sense. Great. Oh, you good. I was hoping that the guy who backed out was going to be the same guy with the earplugs. Oh, that would have been hilarious. Like, ah, this guy's boarding on soup stupid. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's jump into this episode. I got to tell you guys, before we start, I feel like we came very underprepared for this episode. I didn't. Dylan might have. Yeah, I definitely Dylan did. might have. <laughs> but then again, that's what happens when you work like all day the last four days. I literally had no time to do anything. Mm. I yeah. barely had time to scratch my ass. Ah, that's debatable. Oh, that it's sucks. always with you. I can't scratch my ass in the kitchen. It's not sanitary. So no one's going to know. You can just go wash I'll your know. hands after. Yeah. Do you realize I'd have to wash my hands like every 12 seconds, right? Damn, my you got ass, itchy ass. My ass itches a lot. Put some baby powder down there. Shit. 
Can't afford baby powder. You're right. You can't I'm afford stealing boneless, boneless chicken wings. wings. I mean, someone is stealing boneless chicken wings. <laughs> All right. So for geekdom, geekdom, we Woo! are discussing the rumor, which it's not the first time that it's been rumored uh, that Chris Evans will be leaving the role of Captain America after. Uh, the next two Avengers films since they're yeah. basically one split into two. No. Yeah, because I think he signed mm-hmm. a six-picture deal. Yeah, a picture deal. I think it was six. I think that's right. Maybe they, like, stretched it into seven because of the part two of Infinity War. Yeah. Which is no longer a part two. Can't he just be like Hugh Jackman and play Captain America forever? You mean until they kill him, which they probably will? Yeah, like, or are you saying they're gonna do that? Like, in that in the sixth movie, in the second Avengers. Yeah. So, yeah, the the second movie, they're definitely gonna just kill kill Steve Rogers at least. But are they? Now here's my question: though. Are they gonna kill him, or is he going to sacrifice himself for the greater good? <clears throat> yes. Well, I mean, probably sacrifice himself. <clears throat> um. So, this is not the first time it's been rumored. A lot of, I think it was about two years ago, probably, that he had said that he really wants to pursue directing. Uh, He has a passion for that, that he'd like to get into it. And understandably, with his Marvel role, he doesn't have much time for anything else. Yeah. True. Especially right now with... Uh, with Infinity War, they're filming for like 10 straight months or 11 straight months. And Captain America, that's not going to be a small part. He doesn't have time to work on literally anything else. Not with that attitude. <laughs> okay, Dylan, why don't you try it? It's more than an attitude. I'm, I'm, I'm very busy with my chef job. Yeah, Dylan he's got to do all that Captain America. at work. Yeah. You have to really focus on the not scratching your butt. <clears throat> with that being... In all honesty, a probability, we should probably talk about what could happen with the role after he departs. And it's not like it would be the first time that we'll have seen Steve Rogers leave the role, at least from a comic standpoint. Well, I know you guys have talked before about, uh, in the comics, uh, the Winter Soldier takes up uh, the shield, doesn't he, after... Cap is killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. So I'm wondering, would they just follow the comics, or would they just decide it's that? Would they recast? Just I don't know what I. I mean, what do you guys think about that? Well, so Sebastian Stan, who plays Bucky the Winter Soldier, has actually mm-hmm. signed a nine-picture deal. Right. Ooh. So and I, he's only filmed two because this right. deal was actually uh, signed after the first Avenger. So okay. that doesn't count as one of his nine. All right. So the first Captain America movie doesn't count as his nine. So Correct. Okay, so gotcha. uh, Winter Soldier and Civil War count into his nine. So he's still okay. got seven pictures left okay. on his deal. And and we've seen that he can uh, wield the shield. Correct. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not see, like I, ha- I mean, anybody can hold the, the shield. Yeah. yeah. It's not if he be so worthy. Well, it's yeah. It's just. I'm, I'm just saying like we've seen him. In if he can the hold the shield. shield. Yeah. They've hinted at it. Like, he can throw it, and we see with his uh, robot arm, he can catch it, and no. Mm-hmm. Like, he has no problem with it. Yeah. And before he signed on to be Bucky in the first movie, they had talked to him about the possibility of doing the Winter Soldier. So I bet within that same conversation, they said, hey, you know, eventually down the line, you might take over as Captain America as well. Right. I think that is probably the strongest bid because, number one, he's got some sort of serum in him. Right. Uh, the, mm-hmm. You know, the communist did something to him, so he's got some form of longevity. Probably not to the amount that Steve has it. Yeah. Um, then again, they've both been frozen in ice periodically throughout the past 75 True. years. Um <clears throat> And he probably has quite a bit of durability as well. Um, 
So there's that. But the other option that we've seen more recently in the comics is the Falcon taking over. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Anthony Mackie's contract is undisclosed uh, how long he's signed on for. They don't have an exact length that has been released at least. Um, he has joked that he's signed on for like 50 films. <laughs> so <laughs> we know it's probably more than he's, three. He's, he's going to make cameos in every single Marvel movie. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Like during Guardians of the Galaxy, he's just going to walk through the background. He won't even be Falcon. He's going to he's gonna sub in for Stan Lee once he stops being able to make the That cameos. would be awesome. It's going to be black Stan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just walk into every frame like, cut the check, and walk out, and that's it. He's just going to walk in in the very back, like way in the background, and yell, Excelsior! And leave. We're going to see him on New York City Street, like 200 feet below Spider-Man as he swings through and just barely hear, Excelsior! And then Ryan Reynolds comes in and goes, zip it, Anthony Mackie. <laughs> that would be great. Can someone make this happen? So Austin, you're Hollywood. Get on it. You talk to Josh Whedon. Okay, <laughs> let me go him find Josh him. Whedon? I've seen him twice now, so I'm sure I could slip Ooh, him a note or you something. You want to be able to find him if Ooh, you've seen him twice. You've seen him two more times than both me and Dan combined. It's true. Although, yeah. I or did see him on TV Abrams. Abrams. No. no. Okay, then yeah. I did see J.J. Abrams in his car when I was in L.A. last year. Okay, I was oh, that's right. this it was like five feet from real, me. I was real, like <gasps> Real quick side note. I watched an interview with JJ Abrams today. Ooh, sexy. Does it feel like Charlie Day could play him in a movie? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> like, I was listening to him like, he sounds like Charlie Day. Put the glasses on him. Yeah, they have the same hair out of, a little yeah, bit. Like it could work. Alright, then to my side note. Okay. <laughs> Back to the topic at hand. So the Falcon taking over, yeah, is the most recent. But I think that the way to this actually goes about it is yeah, Steve Rogers sacrifices himself for the greater good mm-hmm. and then Bucky takes over, which in the comics, uh, Steve Rogers actually dies at the end of civil war. Correct. So mm-hmm. that was which the big rumor we coming around the, when the movie came out. Mm-hmm. So I think Will they'll probably die? follow that with infinity wars. Steve Rogers right. dies. Bucky takes over. I think it's the most logical. Uh, However, I could really see them going either way, because here's the thing. The technically both of them, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier at this point in the movie universe, both of them are technically felons and convicts. Um, One of them has been broken out of an international prison and the other one just has never been really caught and held in an international prison. Uh, <clears throat> however, I would I would think Sam technically has the better bid as far as the legal side of things go. Because the worst yeah. thing he did was break the Sokovia Accords, and the worst thing that the Winter Soldier has did was kill a bunch of people. Has did. Has did. Has he did done. kill a lot of people. He killed lots of people over the course of 70 years. I feel like it just makes more sense for Bucky to take up the mantle. It does. Because, yeah. no, he, he's been friends with Steve since the, what, 30s, 20s? That's true. A very, 20s. they've been friends for a very long time. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just makes more sense. Plus, they've been teasing it. Like, Dylan, you said, you know, he's held the shield. Yeah, like he did it in the Winter Soldier, and then I think even in Civil War there was a scene where yes, he, he had the shield. They they traded yeah. off. They traded off fighting, fighting Tony. Yeah, yeah, and they're right, fighting. Right. They go back and forth, just like all that, and he like, and it's clear he's either practiced with it or just he's, he's naturally gifted. Yeah, yeah, just, just naturally gifted. And the serum probably helps too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so he's been training in fighting styles. Probably the Russians put him under some training. So they've been teasing like, it too much for them to just say, yeah, never mind. Right. Marvel doesn't not pay off on most stuff. Marvel mm. always finishes to completion. Mm. Yeah, they do. They never, they never leave you hanging. Yeah. The So the question is, <clears throat> why does Bucky take over rather than 
Like other than the fact of just like, yeah, it should be Bucky. Right. Like you said, he's how a, will they, how will they make it make sense for him to be recognized as the new Captain America? Yeah. Cause he's an mm. assassin <clears throat> and mm-hmm. you know, Falcon is now a convict Mm-hmm. And the shield is with the U.S. government. So you'd think the most logical thing is they give it to Rhodey and he becomes That's the true. Iron Patriot with the shield. However, we don't know how Rhodey is going to recover from that spinal injury. Yep. He'll be fine. <laughs> what is, Just brush it off. What are the, Whatever. What are the possible? I thought of this a few days ago. What are the possibilities that they give it to Tony? Because he's like already kind of the leader of the Avengers. Like and he's got the suit. They they could just be like, "Hey, do you want the shield too?" See, I, I don't can see Tony rejecting Tony, it. I don't think yeah. Tony wants it. Yeah, because I think for Tony, <clears throat> that's that's more of a symbol of his father. So I don't think that the shield is being held by the U.S. government. I think Tony probably took the shield because technically, it became property. It would have become property of Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, but doesn't he say at the end of Civil War that belongs to the government? No, he said that doesn't belong to you. That was my father's That was shield. my father's. Uh, yeah. okay. He doesn't say anything about that belongs to the government. He just says it doesn't belong to Steve, so Steve drops it. Tony okay, doesn't I had the Tony line wrong then. Tony doesn't really care about the government. Yeah, not really. He just mm-hmm. knows the government can help keep people safe at times. He thinks. Yeah, that's what he believes. So, uh, I don't think... I think probably what we'll see is the shield is currently being held at the Avengers headquarters, like in Tony's office or in a display case or something on the mantle. Like Stephen Colbert has it. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Which I love. Okay. So how does it get to Bucky then? And why? Well, we know that, uh, the Wakandans are trying to solve Bucky's, you know, brainwash dilemma. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think what will happen, obviously they're also going to like build him a new arm or something <clears throat> since it got blown off by uh, Tony's, Tony's main reactor. Yep. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, I think probably what we'll see in Black Panther is at some point he will turn to Bucky for help. They'll bring him out of cryostasis or maybe they've already solved his problem and he's just kind of like living in recluse amongst the Wakandan village or whatever they call their city. They just have him farming out in the outskirts of the village. Something or, you know... Obviously, he was put there by Steve to keep him safe. Mm-hmm. They know that if they let him go, then he'll just be hunted down. So he's safest there. So I think Wakanda turns to him for help. He helps out, and in return for his help, they say, "We're gonna, we're gonna get you cleared." And they basically, uh, on his behalf approach the UN or whatever about getting his name cleared and authorizing him to sign the Sokovia Accords and return to the world to help the Avengers. That could work. That's the most logical way I see, because otherwise he's, he's got a lot of Russian assassination stuff that people would probably be salty about. Or he yep. steals it, and he's just not associated with the government. Yeah, but that'd be that'd be hard to pull. Yeah, that'd be too much. Or, I did think of this. What if they build him a new arm that has the shield built in, like Agent Coulson? That'd be sexy. He just, like, does something, and his arm opens up, and a shield just comes out of it. Yep. That'd be sweet. I like it. <laughs> Can't catch me, gay thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get me in my safe space. <clears throat> so, are we all on board for uh, Captain America Soldier? 
I'm totally on board for Captain America Soldier. I'm okay with it. I think it's the most likely thing that's going to happen with Chris Evans leaving. They've hinted it enough. Um, We know he has a long contract. Still got seven more films. You assume if he's in Black Panther and then both of the Infinity Wars, he still has four films after that. It's a lot of films. Yep. And on that note, let's move on to film and TV and more Marvel. Yes, Marvel for the win. We're going to talk all about over the podcast. Iron Dick Fist. <laughs> <laughs> you are all about the dick. <laughs> okay, so we are all at different points in this show. Yes, we, we sure are. are. Dylan, you've watched. Four? I've watched up through episode four. I'm getting okay. ready to do episode five. I'm halfway at episode seven, and Dan, you're almost done. You just finished 12. Yes, I have finished the penultimate episode waiting on the finale. Great. So, I mean, you're not really <clears throat> waiting on it since it's already out. I, I mean, I'm waiting to watch it. So. We are oh. preventing him from watching it, so yes, he is waiting. Okay. Mm-hmm, uh, that so, is true. So this is kind of what I was talking about when I said I feel like we are unprepared. Uh, I'm pretty prepared. We are all at different points in this show. <laughs> that is true. This yeah. will be hard to discuss without spoiling it for each other in different levels. <laughs> so well, we'll talk about up through episode four, yeah, and then yeah. Dylan will put on earmuffs, yeah, and, and then, then we'll talk then through I'll episode leave. seven, and then Austin will leave, and I'll just break down the next five episodes for the viewers. Okay. <laughs> we can probably talk about this without spoilers, though. Yeah, we should be able to. We're just talking about uh, the overall feel of the story, which we've all watched enough, uh, even Dylan, to get a feel for the tone. Uh, yeah. We should have a feel for the characters for the most part. And, uh, sh- like, Dylan might not be able to give the the season overall a good rating at this point, but he should be able to give a good feel for how he thinks the the I mean, season is. I mean, through the first four episodes, I gave it like a B. It's reasonable. Okay. It's, it's, we'll get, it's, we'll get it's, there when we get there, Dylan. Stop yeah. jumping the gun here. Oh, oh I apologize. Jeez. Thank you. You should. Jesus. So, okay, so let's start off. We'll talk about the criticism like that was shit. leading up to it because okay. it was getting I've, a lot of bad reviews. Um. I started to read one guy's review on Facebook that Abby tagged me in and I got like four comments in and realized, number one, I should really watch at least the first episode before I read this because he is revealing way too much in his review. (laughs) Number two, after watching through the first few episodes, I thought back and I'm like, I'm not sure this guy watched more than the first episode before he gave his review because every single thing he cited in his first three or four comments was from the first episode. Wow. Um, and third, this has the worst first episode out of all of the Netflix oh, shows so far. Definitely. It's just so slow. And does not leave you, it doesn't give you enough answers to all of the questions that it gives. It, You're it, sitting there thinking, what? Why is he doing this? Why is he, what happened? What? And they're just like, nope, just just, just sit there. We'll get to it when we get to it. I mean, it just never has that <clears throat> hook you in moment. Yeah. Like, all the other ones had that moment in the show where it's like, okay, I'm hooked now. I need to see what happens next. The first episode for Iron Fist is just like, I mean, if I stopped watching now, it wouldn't hurt my life. But, <laughs> true. Yeah. I mean, I might as well keep watching. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, like, so this show actually has a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's Ooh. so low. Wow. <clears throat> they are not fans. Now, what yeah. I think... I really think that is because too many people are giving up in that first episode. True. Because if you're if you're a Marvel nerd, you're a huge Marvel fan like us, you are going to keep watching because you're like, it's Marvel, I need to watch this. 
Like exactly. Um, like DC fans, they sit through the shitty DC movies because they're like, it's DC. I have to watch it. And then they defend it because they're like, it's DC. I have to like it. It can't be this bad. I have to see what Batman's going to do in this movie. That was my feeling for Batman vs. Superman. Um, my feeling for Suicide Squad. But, so I think that's probably the cause for its 15% is a lot of those people are just seeing the first episode and going, nope, this isn't for me. Yeah, I also think it is, it's definitely the weakest of the Netflix Marvel shows. And so I think a lot of the anticipation for it and the buildup and then it, I have to admit, like, it is a little bit of a letdown because, like, it, it's it's not as engaging as I thought it would be and the, as mm-hmm. engaging as the other shows were. And so I think a lot of that is playing into it, that yeah, people want it to be as good. Yeah, as good as the other shows, and it's not. I can see that. Yeah. Like, one of my biggest frustrations through all of it is... The fact that we don't really see him use the Iron Fist as much as you would think he might. Because Jessica Jones, we see her use her strength all the time. Luke Cage uses his invulnerability constantly by just walking into firefights. By getting shot at and not dying. I don't care. Daredevil, from... From take one, he's going out and he's fighting crime. Yep. And, like, we can see that his eyes are covered. He can't see. We know that. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a while. I I think all the way to the end of episode two before we see the Iron Fist. Um, Probably. We, I think it's almost the very yeah, end of yeah, episode two. Yeah, the very two. end of episode two is when he finally channels his chi enough to... Yeah. And, like... I get that throughout episode two, he's like drugged, so he can't channel his chi. Yeah. But like episode one, there was no well, action. I, I mean, episode one, he's basically just trying to like prove he's him, which is and reconnect with his <clears throat> friends. It's not a good, not compelling. No, nope. Like it would have been better for him to like. I don't know. It just like there needed to be some kind of action there. Yeah, we just get DJ and Ivanka being like, "Leave us alone." Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's the real Trumps. We get Ward yeah. and I, Joy. I I, 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 I made the. I told you guys like I feel like this. The Meacham family is loosely based off the Trumps because Ward looks exactly <clears throat> like uh, Donald, Donald Jr. Jr. Just like, like him. Like because he's got the slick back hair, the emotionless <clears throat> face. He's mm-hmm. a dick. Like he mm-hmm. is, and and Joy is a lot like Ivanka because she can be a bitch, but she's still really hot. <laughs> so they're like, okay, she's not that bad. Yeah, I mean, I can't get a read on her though. I go back and forth on her the entire twelve episodes so far. I'm at the point now where it's like she's you no know, okay. She'll still swing back and forth. Yeah, I, mean, now. I I I feel that. Like I mean, I'm not I'm not a hundred I'm not hundred percent on any of the characters really. Like I've. Like Danny, even Danny's just like I do. Uh, I do like Danny at this point. I, I like, like him, but like I don't feel like I should like him as much as I yeah. do. Other than I've, Danny, the motives are really hard to pin down for all these mm-hmm. characters. Yeah, <clears throat> even Danny's motive does get kind of convoluted. You're not really sure because uh, you know, as the Iron Fist, his job is to destroy the Hand, but. Then again, his job is also to defend Kung Lao. So it's like, why are you here? This isn't there. How, how, how does the fist destroy the hand? Right. Isn't the, isn't the hand the fist? Like, if I put my hand on the table. And oh, oh, I see. It's the opposite hand. Gotcha. <laughs> yes, gotcha. It's the opposite hand. Uh, so confusing. Yeah. They should have named them the left hand. Because <laughs> Wait, the right, the fist, right fist. The, the right <laughs> iron fist and the left hand. The iron right fist. <laughs> But yeah, but I thought that the hand defeats the fist because paper covers rock. Yeah, who's scissors? That's true. Is the hand scissors? 
No, the hand no. is paper. The hand is paper. The, oh, the, the hand is, is rock. Well, then who's scissors? Some lesbian? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the lawyer lady from... Hogarth! Hogarth is scissors! She's we scissors. got it. We got to figure it out. Cut print, check the gate, moving on. So yeah, going, so... We've gone <laughs> off the rails. Going back to the... Not using his fist. Yes. Um, speaking of lesbians, uh, <laughs> I. <laughs> oh man. I don't really like the fight scenes. I feel like they're really poorly done. Um, I felt like the like the first episode. There's that one fight scene where, where he jumps over a taxi. Yeah, that, wow, that was just very obviously on, on wires. Like, people can actually jump over speeding cars. You could have done something more like that, rather than he jumped 15 feet in the air to avoid this taxi. I I thought the fight scenes are interesting because the first few, it seems like they're going really slow. Because, like, yeah, cause like Daredevil, like, he's, you know, throwing fists like crazy. But for an Iron Fist, it's just like everything's broken down because I feel like you're kind of seeing it from his perspective and how he's viewing it because he's like, oh, I see everything. It's like well, there, it's like uh, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes where he sees everything yeah, before it happens. There is an actual point where he's in a fight and he and it's actually like that. He goes, it shows him going slow and like yeah, fr- like his hands basically move frame by frame and he's blocking punches and stuff. Gotcha. Um. But to me, it just feels too slow and too choppy. Like there, there are some. It clunky doesn't feel fights. like there's weight behind his kicks and punches, yeah. right? And I mean, some of that, like he explains to Colleen, he's yeah, he, he says, says it's not external, it's, it's internal. internal force. So like you want to use your opponent's momentum, momentum and weight yeah. to your advantage, which is a lot of like jujitsu and kung fu is about using your opponent to your advantage. And I believe that's what uh, Mr. Miyagi told Daniel-san. It's true. Karate is more about force. Kung Fu is more about momentum. If Mr. Mr. Miyagi said it, it's got to be true. It's got to be true. Man knows everything. Um, But karate by painting a fence. I feel like there are a lot of really good moments in the fights, but there's... Also, a lot that is just kind of like sloppily executed. Mm. Like there, yeah. especially against the security guards, there were some really sloppy fights in that first episode. That it was just like, why yeah. would there's he a lot to be desired? Like, like the that? security guards weren't even really trying. Yeah, exactly. Like there was one that he swung at his head, and it looked like he waited for Danny to be looking at him yeah. before he took a wide swing up over his head and didn't like just awful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just cause like we're used to daredevil and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage of I just f- these brutal brawling fights. I yeah. feel like they don't have the same, uh, either stunt co- choreographer or fight choreographer yeah, as probably. they do for the other shows because just, it, I mean, you can, you can tell the difference. Um, we yeah. need to get the guy for Daredevil for Iron Fist because that guy right. knows how to. Oh man, it's brilliantly choreographed. Like you fights. you feel everything. You're like, oh my, oh man, he's getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, and there there are moments like that in in Iron mm. Fist, but yeah. it's just every fight with Daredevil, it feels real and it yeah. looks good. There's just inconsistency in Iron Fist. Gotcha. Mm. Uh, I think a high point. Uh, is Colleen in the fight rings. Yes. Oh, wow. Like, those those look really good, and those yeah. feet, like, you feel that. And especially because she's also, like, taking a few hits here and there. Yeah, she's like, not, not perfect. Yeah, it's not just her beating up on guys. But I I cringed uh, for the one where she's fighting the two guys at once, where uh, she's got the one guy's arm and then just snaps Oh, it. yeah, wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, there there like, are more of those to come, well, let me tell you. I'm excited for that. See, like, There's if they could do moments. that just with 
Iron Fist. Yeah. Like, just get those. And one mm. thing about him, like, it's so built up, his fighting abilities. Like, there are times, there's one specifically, Austin, you've seen it at this point. I don't know if Dylan would have yet in the in the truck. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, he is kind of getting his ass kicked. Like, he's getting in more hits than the other guy, but the other guy, it seems like he's getting in way too many hits as compared to what we've seen before that. Right. And as him being like, I'm the living weapon. I know Kung Fu. I know Kung Fu. So, it's it's points like that that I'm like, Come on, you're supposed to be the Iron Fist. Why are you getting your ass kicked right now? Yeah, it's really inconsistent as to yeah. his capabilities. It's very frustrating. <clears throat> yeah, just every time I'm like, use your Iron Fist. It's right? your name. It's like, why Why is that not just your go-to? It's, it's like in Dragon Ball Z when they don't go Super Saiyan right away. It's like, why wouldn't you do that? And I mean, yeah. like, he they does do clunkily kind of, explain it. He does clunkily explain that, like, well, he can't he can't just constantly use it because he has to, like, replenish his chi, which makes oh, sense. Oh, what crap? I mean, you can't just constantly have sex. You've got to replenish your Not chi. Not with that attitude. No, you really can't. Well, okay, yes, I you can't gotta, constantly you gotta have recharge sex because I have no time. one to constantly have sex with. There's a recharge time. Yeah, it's like <clears throat> five minutes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> On a good day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> which is exactly the same. You know what? It's not chi, it's testosterone. He's channeling his he testosterone. So it is going to his dick. I'm telling you guys, he has the iron dick. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I didn't say he has the glowy dick. It's just an iron one. <laughs> He's always rock hard during battles. It'd make going to the bathroom at night really easy, though. <laughs> So I do like the music in this show. <laughs> yeah, I do like how he's always listening to hip hop. Yeah, like but that's something he would have. First off, he was ten when the plane crashed. Uh, yeah, ten, eleven. They say ten when he disappeared. Oh, do they actually say ten? They say ten when yeah. he disappeared. Okay. So he was ten years old when uh, the plane crashed. So do you really think a ten-year-old's that much into hip hop? And if not, then how yes. did he get into hip hop with Shaolin monks? Right. Or I mean, how did they allow him to listen no, to that? No, he already was, because he had it on his he iPod. He had that iPod when, ah, when okay. he crashed. Um, but, yeah, like, that's kind of questionable, is the music choices that he had on his iPad, iPod. Well, like, not necessarily also, that music, but, like, the, well, the actual, I mean, I, like, <clears throat> orchestral music I like. Okay, okay. Okay, gotcha. You like the uh, the background music. The score, yeah. Yeah, the yes. score rather than the soundtrack. Yeah. Okay, that's understandable. And the opener yeah. is really cool. Um, I, I was just thinking about this today. It's like, yeah. why does Marvel have to have like a minute and a half long opening it sequence? Me. But it only sweet. annoys me because it's in front of every episode like come on cut it down after the first episode or like can you can you at least like not have a scene before that so that way netflix knows to just jump ahead of the title sequence yeah it's cool but i don't need to see it every episode times oh i do as someone who appreciates really good title sequences i enjoy watching them All right. You I mean, shut your mouth. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. It's cool, but it's just like Game of Thrones. That's a three-minute intro. Wiener, wiener, and wiener, I love it wiener, wiener, wiener. I love it, but only because the music is so epic. Like, the music in in uh, Iron Fists isn't as epic. I'm, I'm not willing to sit through it. I skipped through that minute. Okay, fair enough. <clears throat> so... We'll we'll wrap it up here, but would you recommend this show? Yes. I don't know that I would. Like, I think it, I'm on well, the same page. Like, if it was like to a casual Marvel fan, kind of okay. like me, I'd probably be like, no, you don't have to watch that, but definitely watch Daredevil and Luke Cage. And then if you have time, mm-hmm. also watch Jessica Jones. 
Yeah. Uh, what? I'm the same way. I'm like, for r- hardcore Marvel fans, I think you need to watch I think it. But they just don't for, like, need our the, recommendation. They already yeah. will watch it. Yeah. Yeah, so like for a normal person, if they say like, hey, should I watch Iron Fist? I'd say, no, you don't need to. For a, you can just skip it and go to the Defenders. For a casual fan, I would say read a synopsis of the first like six episodes and then watch the last seven. That's yeah. my feeling. After watching the last through episode seven through episode 12, I'd say I'd say you could get by with just reading a, a synopsis through the first six and then watching because the synopsis is going to give you enough that you're not going to jump into episode seven and be like, what? But seven through 12 at least are good enough that they can enjoy them. Makes sense. Okay. <clears throat> That's fair. And There's, you would know since yeah. you are past episode seven and me and Dylan are not. There's a pretty interesting twist that happens in, I think, episode 11. But Don't it might tell be 12. me. I'm not, but I'm saying. Well, now I know there's a twist. Yeah, way to go. What Idiot. a twist. <laughs> what a twist. All but right. It's pretty cool. So there you go. If you're just a casual viewer, <laughs> read a synopsis of the first half, watch the second half, and then mm-hmm. get excited for the Defenders. Mm-hmm. And if you're a hardcore Marvel fan, you're going to watch it anyway. <laughs> yep. Oh, fun fact. Uh, Defenders wrapped filming this weekend. Ooh. Oh, good. So it's all it's all post-production now. So basically we can get those episodes like next week, right? No. Basically, yeah, that's how fast they are, Dylan. It doesn't it doesn't take that long to edit, right, Austin? Yeah, you're you're right. Yeah. That's... How's that Atlas film coming? <laughs> <laughs> well, according to Dylan, we should have had it about three years ago. <laughs> It's true. Like, I remember shooting all my scenes. As, as I was, as, as, I, as far as I know, we're wrapped. Says the guy with the easiest part to animate. One second you're there, one second you're a different object. It's I thought really you were going to say the easiest part. I'm like, I think Paul's got the easiest part. He has to be dead. <laughs> Okay, we can move on. Yes. Moving into on. the sports. To sports we go. Off we go into the wild march madness. By the way, uh, Oregon has tied it up at 68. Oh, boy. Also, yes. USC and Baylor are tied at 36. Oh, boy. That is yeah, a so low Oregon score. Oregon and Rhode game. Island have three and a half <laughs> minutes left. So we'll get some updates throughout this podcast for a non-live audience who is listening to this at a later date and really doesn't care about updates. Yeah, that game should end Um, mid-podcast. You will get all the updates. So if you guys um, can figure out what time we are recording this on a Sunday, then you win a prize. Ooh, yeah. What prize it is, we'll let you decide. Okay. (laughs) It will be a hearty handshake. (laughs) If you can find us in person. <laughs> if you can, you're going to get a restraining order, too. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Well, we probably not for afford, me. I don't have many friends. We I can't to, afford lawyers. I, so. I, I, need to, I need to make new friends that aren't married <clears throat> or have children, because pretty much that's all my friends now. Or live in California. Poor yeah. Dylan. Well, he's yeah, married, to too. That's true. I mean, I'll like, still be your friend, though. Him once. <laughs> I'll still be your friend, though. Huzzah. All right. Okay, so, for me. so we've all filled out brackets. Sure did. Um, yep. But we were a little unorganized because I have not seen either of your brackets. I wasn't aware we were filling out, like, actual paper brackets. Oh, that's I okay. I don't know what I, we were doing. I wrote I've, mine down on I, scrap. I filled mine out uh, online because I do, uh, I'm do. i doing one with my uh, fraternity. So yeah, I did mine online, too. I just figured that was good enough. Yes. And unfortunately, nobody <laughs> sent us a bracket. You guys are the worst listeners in podcast history. Which is really unfortunate because there was going to be a $500 prize for the best fan bracket. Was. I was going to chip in an extra not $500. Yeah. But now since nobody sent their bracket and nobody's getting that $500. Yep. Yep. We get to split it amongst ourselves. And I think we'll spend it on bills and such. I'd say booze and such. Yeah, bills I'd and such. I'd say 
Bob's and such. Mm, what a party pooper. So, so there's been <laughs> some big upsets so far. Yeah. Have um, I think we may have all been screwed on those. Yeah. Freaking uh, Wisconsin. I am not yeah. super screwed, but I'm a little butthurt. <laughs> so, so we've got who beat no who who beat Villanova? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. That's right. So Wisconsin beat Villanova, and like, that, that just keeps adding to my hatred of Wisconsin. Yep, I've not yep. liked Wisconsin like I, as far back as I can remember. Speaking, sticking with the Big Ten causing upsets, Michigan beat Louisville. And then Michigan beat Louisville. Yep. Yeah, man, didn't really hurt me all that much. That super sucks for me because in my bracket at work, I have Villanova winning the whole thing. And guess who I have them beating in the championship? Louisville? Louisville. Louisville. (laughs) That was a full move. Well, it's not like I have a bad bracket. It's just that there's been two huge upsets and both of them had screwed me. Uh, That's kind of like how last year I had Duke going to the national championship and then they lost in the first round. And I immediately immediately threw my bracket in the garbage. (laughs) It's like, not even going to pay attention anymore. It's not worth it. Well, Well, we now have... There's a ESPN is doing a second chance bracket with the Sweet 16, so I'm doing that oh, just I, to I will, feel a little better about myself. I'll have to jump in on that. Yeah. Well, um, send me a link to that so I know where to go. Okay. For me, Wisconsin beating Nova hurts me a little bit. I had them going to the final uh, four, eight, four, four, the final four. Um, yeah, but Daniel's I had numbers. Them I had them Final losing eight. the that sweet eight, the, the, the elite ele- eight, the electric eight, the electric the eight. There eight. it is. Um, <clears throat> so I did have them losing, so it doesn't hurt me too bad. And I am almighty right now because I did predict Michigan beating Louisville. Yeah, you're the worst. You just special. <laughs> oh, I wait. mean. If no, you paid mind. attention to to them in the Big Ten tournament, they were on fire. And they survived a plane crash. They survived a plane crash. I mean, like... Yeah. They survived if, a plane crash and then won four games in four days. If that doesn't you gotta say win after that. Playing in their practice uniforms. Yeah, right? It's crazy. Like, I thought that was hilarious. No, you can't take your uniforms or your playing shoes because they're part of a crime scene. Yeah. Something like that. That's dumb. That's basically what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so, in our bracket, <clears throat> I have I have Baylor and Oregon with Baylor winning in the championship because I took you, some chances. You yeah, went really you bold. Did. But at this point, it's I mean, it looks not good bad. Still. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oregon is trailing Rhode Island. So what? <laughs> when did Rhode Island get a basketball team? <laughs> No, right? They don't even have a professional basketball are they, team. Are they new? <laughs> when did Rhode Island become a state? Uh, you I know didn't what? think Rhode Maybe. Island was big enough to have a college. Uh, I think Rhode Island is actually Trump University. <laughs> I, I thought it was like the University of the United States of America. Mm, yeah. Like from coming to America. Yeah. He's like, well, it's a very small school. We do not even have a basketball team. <laughs> like, I thought it was that, but apparently like they got big all of a sudden. Uh, uh, yeah, my bracket's kind of screwed because I had Villanova winning it all and they lost, so I'm screwed there. But I'm pretty much on par for the rest of my bracket with how I normally am by the end of the uh, second round. Uh, three of my Elite Eight teams are out. One of my Final Four teams is out. Uh, my The thing I'm most upset about is uh, SMU lost to USC. And I had them go into the Elite Eight because up until they played USC, they had not lost since December 20th. So I thought, hey, play the hot hand. And they actually play a pretty good game. Like, they shoot a lot of threes. They look for good shots. They have a couple really good players. Uh, Just, yeah. I don't know much about basketball, so I just kind of guess. And my guesses are always wildly wrong. Wildly incorrect. Yes. It happens. It, it does. Shut up, Dan. Well, so, uh, 
it's looking like this could turn into a very interesting Sweet 16 this year. Yes, indeed. So with Michigan on its hot streak, um, and then Kentucky kind of coming off a hard game with Wichita State. Right this, now, in, right now in the Sweet 16, we have uh, Wisconsin going uh, taking on Florida. Florida, eight and four seeds. Yep. Uh, we have Gonzaga taking on West Virginia, a one versus a four. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the 11 seed Xavier taking on number two Arizona. I did yeah, not see Xavier. that coming. I had Xavier winning, but I did not have them winning the next game. But then again, I didn't have FSU winning. I had I had Xavier winning. And not and only did Xavier win, they State. destroyed Florida State. Yeah, they won 91 they, to 66. Yeah, they yeah. really stomped. Ridiculous. Them. So, so that's going to be a crazy game. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have Kansas playing Purdue. Got that. Yeah, I had that one. And then. Uh, Michigan is going to be playing the winner of Oregon and Rhode Island. I have Oregon, and so this is a nail-biter for me, because otherwise the only other one I have wrong is Villanova. If Oregon loses, then that is a quarter of my Sweet 16. Wait, more than... Never mind. I'm thinking of my Elite Eight. Oh, wait. I didn't have Baylor winning, so... Uh, I had... In my work (laughs) one, I had Oregon losing to Creighton. So. In a championship? No, 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 no. In no. in that first. Oh, game. I was gonna say, like you were very bold on that <laughs> one, picking Creighton yeah, all the way. <laughs> no. uh, other Sweet Sixteen, we have uh, North Carolina taking on Butler, and then Kentucky is in it, and they will await the winner of UCLA and Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, I have Cincinnati winning that. And then other, and then we also have uh, USC uh, losing the Bay, trailing Baylor by two right now in the second half. And then mm-hmm. we also have Duke uh, leading South Carolina in the first half. No shocker. All right, go South Carolina. <laughs> I have, all all I the have, upsets. I have Duke winning, yeah. so I just need Duke to win that one, and then they can lose from there because I don't care. Now that my bracket's busted, I want every bracket to be busted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it'll get to that point. I don't. I mean, I don't think there's any perfect brackets left. <clears throat> No, the last one got busted today. Okay, perfect. Probably Uh, by that uh, that Michigan win. The the boldest moves I had Mm -hmm. was uh, SMU going to the Elite Eight, and then I had Florida Gulf Coast making it to the Sweet 16. (laughs) Because I love Florida Gulf Coast. They're amazing. I remember a few years ago when it was like their first year as a basketball program. Yeah, they were 15 seed, and they took down the two. Yeah, they won won their conference Mm -hmm. tournament. And then they go into the NCAA tournament and beat a two seed, and it was like, "Holy cow! This like, this is crazy." So I I always liked them. I always picked them to win their first game, and then that came back to bite me in the ass. <laughs> so yeah, thanks Florida Gulf Coast. I'm also mad that VCU lost because VCU is usually a really good team, and just this year they decided to shit the bed. Mm-hmm. I did that uh, once. We all did that once. Called being a baby. He's not talking about that. Oh, he's talking like last week. <laughs> yeah, like last week. Okay. Let's talk about the greatest thing that happened though, and that is Northwestern losing. Oh, yeah! yeah! I'm so happy for Soup. Screw you, Soup. Yeah, Soup. Go home. To their how's credit, it, they it, played a tight game. How does it feel for Northwestern to go from the best winning percentage in NCAA history to like? Somewhere in the twenties, because now they're five hundred. Yeah, to to just kind of being yeah. smar after two games. But other than Soup being a fan of them, I actually <laughs> did want Northwestern to do really good, just because it was their first tournament ever. And so they did win their first game, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But they I they just couldn't go farther than that because Soup. <sighs> yeah, it's all Soup's fault. See, I didn't care at all whatsoever. Because it just seems like now, like, it's one of those things where people are just now deciding they want to care about Northwestern basketball because they're in the tournament. Yeah. Whereas, like, I'll give Soup credit. At least he's been a fan for a long time. But there's people, like, even in this area, they're like, oh, go Northwestern. It's like, have you ever, like, watched a game before? I watched when they played Illinois. That doesn't count. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Go ISU. 
Yeah, and that's oh, my man. other argument. All the people now oh, being yes. like, oh, I see basketball. And it's like, you don't even go to games, and we live 40 minutes away. I like, went there. I went to games. Yeah. yeah. And I understand you rooting for them. You went to college there. Granted, you didn't graduate from there, but still, you went. You yep. you appreciated the athletic department. I did. I had the the student pass, so I could go to all the games. And I even gave soup crap because I mentioned how uh, Western's women's team made the NCAA tournament after winning the conference tournament. And he was like, well, why should I care about that? I was like, I don't care if you care. I care because I went to school there and I graduated and I got a degree from there. That's why mm-hmm. I'm excited. You didn't go to Northwestern soup. You've been there twice. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly. And posed, he yeah, posed as, as, he as, posed a student. as a student to get on the field at a football game. Like yeah, a dick. that's incredible. Soup's a real bad person. Let's be yeah. honest about this. Like these kids spend thousands upon thousands of dollars to get degrees from a prestigious university to become doctors and lawyers, and then Soup just shows up with his stupid face and says, "I'm a student." And first off, who bought that? <laughs> they gotta be dumber than Soup, because. For any of our listeners out there, if you've met Soup, you realize how stupid his face is. And you would never look at this kid and think, yep, he's going to be a doctor. A <laughs> um, well, while this we're just on the in. topic of Illinois State, uh, yes. they play tomorrow night in round two. They won 85-71 yeah. in round one. So did, And you and I plays tomorrow as well. And if they both Ooh. win, they'll play each other. Oh, yes. Oh, God. Let's root I for, want that. Let's root for I Illinois know. teams. I want, I want that showdown because I want to see lines be drawn in the sand in Fairbury, Illinois. Yeah. Go, Illinois. All that. So sand. anyway, uh, this just in. Oregon has beaten Rhode Island by three. Woo-hoo! So... So Oregon is moving on to the Sweet 16. Oh, thank One less game I got wrong. Man, that would have been nerve-wracking because I had them beating Michigan next. So that would have scared me for two rounds. Actually, no, I had Louisville beating Oregon. Oh, no. You screwed either way. Yeah, no matter what, I'm not correct. Yeah. Okay, so I... Never mind. Go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say, I think we can... uh, wrap this up yeah we're pretty much uh, from our just ncaa discussion yeah so by the looks Uh, of it i'm on top of this three-man pile yep so dan is exactly where he likes to be (laughs) always on top of a three-man pile (laughs) yeah great better to be the the caboose than the engine (laughs) 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 just ask just ask soup well that's not the case in a human centipede though (laughs) That's true. But this is no centipede. Yet. Never. Never. So, corrections and omissions. Yes. Yes. Because that's a new thing we do. Dan, you got one, right? Yes. Um, Last, or not last week, but a few weeks ago, uh, we were talking about the DC Universe and how if Wonder Woman is bad, they're essentially screwed. Their, Their universe is going to hell. Uh, uh-huh. we wanted to correct that after further, um, analysis, we have determined that the DC cinematic universe is already in hell and whatever <laughs> they put out before they reboot it really doesn't matter. <laughs> awesome. Sorry about that. Miss. Well, thanks for clearing that up for us, Dan. Yes, you're welcome. That's, uh, I know it's very, very helpful. helpful. Well done. <laughs> yes. So right. that is it for this week, you guys. Indeed. Thank you for listening. I know it was probably a bore. Yeah, sorry um, that we were a little less than prepared. I was entertained. Yes. <laughs> Dylan got quite a few jollies out of this one. <laughs> jollies. Well, if you want to reach out to us and Please. tell us how much we suck, you yes. can email us at theshakedownpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at the Shakedown Pod. We also have a website, uh, darknebulaentertainment.com, and you can find all our episodes in the Shakedown tab there. Um, that's all I got, you guys. Do you want to plug anything? You got anything going on? Oh, man. Uh, no. Uh, to anyone in the Pontiac area, I will be in a production of Bleacher Bums put on by Vermilion Players. Uh, it's uh, 
March 31st through April 2nd, and then again April 7th through the 9th at the Eagle Performing Arts Center. Woo-hoo. All right. Cool. So we actually had something to plug. That was yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, plug something. Yes. In your butt. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Also, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. And that's it, you guys. We'll see you next week. I'm Austin Stevens. I'm Dan Schweizer. And I'm Dylan Webster. And this has been The Shakedown. Jump back and slap your mama. Because you know there's like some basketball announcer out there that said that. Like someone makes a three. Oh, jump back and slap your mama. Why? I'm going to tweet that to Ifty. (laughs) For the next PC game. (laughs) Because Ifty will do it too. Yeah, but Ifty will, will be so white about it. He'll forget exactly what it was and he'll be like, Ooh, leap back and slap your mother. That was a good one for the Hawks. He pulls up from three. Oh, jump back and slap your mama.